This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. This defense is just so predictable. I mean, they're bread and they're just bread and butter. There's no creativity. There's no adjusting. There's, you know, like you've got like guys lined up past the sticks still for some reason. Like it's it's all the same. Like I think at this point, Maggie and I have spent the entire season like repeating what's wrong with this defense, and it and at some point, like it is on the coordinator and. I don't think it's a look, it's a lost season, right? You're not going to fire Joe Barry midseason. It feels like very unpackers like, um, except for, you know, their 13 year head coach and Mike McCarthy, but it's, I'd be hard pressed to find him back next season. Well, I don't know what you do. Like Maurice Drayton would be maybe the most senior member of that defense now. And it's his unit that is just, a complete meltdown. Oh, you mean Jerry Gray or Jerry Gray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it, the other coordinator who is also terrible, and we thought about promoting, and Marie Strayton also got promoted. So maybe that was a little bit of a slip in that. Like, oh yeah, he was the guy who did get promoted, and that went poorly. Yeah, Jerry Gray, you're right. It's his unit that's poor. Like they're just exchanging. Like some of your more veteran players, like Rasul Douglas and Adrian Amos. These are guys who have, you know, maybe not been all pros year after year, but have been good players in this league for a long time. And if there are mistakes being made on that defense, I don't expect them to come from Amos. And Douglas, and that was it last night. Just simple coverage pass offs, and they're just like, I don't know. Well, the communication <laughs> is is abysmal. Like, and you're right. I mean, it's not like there are new pieces in the secondary. You have been playing together now for at least a full season. So, and you have the same coordinator. So, what's what's happening here? Because nothing in the scheme has changed, and your personnel hasn't changed, <laughs> except for maybe Jair coming back from injury. But if anything, that should be boosting you because Jair is easily your best player. Sure, Savage has taken a step back, but they move him around. You bring in Ford, who's playing incredibly well. Good juice there. To me, it's like, it's just a complete, like, regression of the unit as a whole. And defense, 
that just happens for defense sometimes. Like you'll have a great year with some good turnover luck and like defense is very fickle in that way. Like sometimes they'll be great and then you could bring back everyone and then and then the next season will look very different, but they added aggressively to this defense. They retained everyone, which is hard for a team like the Packers to do with their cap situation and then the money going to quarterback. Like it's not easy to bring back Campbell and Douglas and they made that investment. They brought in Reed, who is a depth piece up front, and then they spent two first round picks on the defense and they got worse. Like at the very least, they should have been able to sustain what they did last year. And they haven't even been able to do that. And I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Joe Barry stinks as a coordinator. I've basically felt that all year. Like, I just think he's kind of masquerading as a defensive coordinator. He's just kind of pretending. He's like, well, I'll run the, like, kind of the gray area defense that every other coordinator does. I I don't know. What do you think of Goody? Like, if you had to ask Goody about his defense and you wanted to be critical of any moves or any signings or draft picks that he's made, what would you ask him if you had him in a press conference right now? Look, I think Goody has done everything possible to provide this defense with everything that they need. Like, respectfully, you want to say what what you want about his – ability to bring in offensive weapons fine but he has he like he has hit (laughs) on lots of defensive picks he has hit on Rashawn Gary he has hit on it's looking like Quay Walker he found Rasul off a practice squad he Jair was his very first pick he's picked up pieces like Rudy Ford Devondre Campbell off the street like that guy clearly has a nose for defense so for me I'm asking him your team has everything on paper it needs to be incredibly dominant at every level from the front to the inside linebackers to the secondary why isn't it like yeah. what do you see from this unit what is it missing because to me it's scheme like it's just not being played like these guys are press man corners like this is a group of guys who can be incredibly aggressive who have good hands who are freak athletes because that's all that goot picks is just these freak res athletes and they still look soft and that's on the court they're 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 confident this is something that i feel with jair and like most number one corners in the league and maybe you agree like you're a big defensive back but we've always talked about defensive backs like number one corners are just wired a little differently like they're kind of nuts like they're just kind of a little insane and i feel like to really tap into that and make use of that you need to allow them to go 1v1 versus the other team's best. Sometimes, not every play. Like, obviously, that's not realistic. But it's the same in the NBA. Like, if you really want your best player to get dialed in and kind of tap into that insanity, kind of just irrational confidence, you need to put them in a position for that to come out. And I feel like floating Jair and Rasul Douglas around in space and zone, they're going nuts. I feel like they're going nuts because they want to talk trash and they want to jack up a guy and they like they want to be the way that defensive backs want to be. And you don't tap into that when you play them like this. So you're wasting that. You're wasting. I completely agree. Uh, Yeah. I couldn't have said it better because I look at a player like, like what the Rams have done with Jalen Ramsey Mm -hmm. and the way that they move him around and just like tap into all of his incredible athletic gifted skills. And you watch Jalen Ramsey make plays all over the place. And I'm like, Jair could do all of that. Jair is fully capable of doing everything Jalen Ramsey is able to do for the Rams. And yet he can't because he isn't being asked to, and Mm -hmm. you can't just have a player go rogue, right? He has to play within the scheme. Otherwise he's going to screw it up for everybody else that's on the field. And he's certainly not going to do that for the rest of his team. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady. 
a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, I think with Joe Barry, what's frustrating is, look, the too high defense, it's what the entire NFL is running. So that's not a bad starting point. I don't necessarily blame Joe Barry for saying, okay, we want to keep the lid on the defense. We want to rush with four and try to get pressure home. I, I get the, the bare bones of this defense and the foundation and, and kind of the methodology he's following. What frustrates me, and it's, it's a bummer because it, it sucks the fun out of the game, is there's no creativity. Like, there's no vision. In 2022, like the NFL is finally caught up to the NBA and that we're throwing rules out the window. Like Debo Samuel doesn't need to be a running back or a wide receiver. He can be whatever we want. We can make up our own position for him because he's on our team and we can do whatever we can play positionless football. So Joe Barry's given just this treasure trove of all of these different types of players at every level, right? Here's a couple different safeties. They all do different things. Some are experienced, some are young. Here's a couple linebackers. Here's a couple corners. Like he's got depth at every position, and he just has no imagination with how to use this treasure trove of resources. It's like if you're a financial advisor and someone just gives you a pile of money and they're like, be risky, do whatever you want. And you're like, I'm going to put it all in savings bonds. It's like, well, that's, you might make a couple of bucks. Like, yeah, okay, that'll work. But that's, there's no ingenuity there. There's no creativity. There's no vision. And that's Joe Barry. And it just sucks the fun out of this defense. It should be a really fun unit. And it's not. Yeah. And I think the guys want to have fun and they're like, we suck. Like yeah. they're so self-aware too. And Rasul's like, yeah, I don't know. We suck because we suck. <laughs> like doing the same thing every week and it's not working. Yeah. Of course. And the craziest suck. thing is I think they beat the Cowboys because of some of the creativity that they did in that unit last week. Right. They you saw them move Savage into the slot with certain looks. And then if they needed to bring in Rudy Ford, they did that so he could play deep. And then Savage would move back and Amos would go down into the box into that like hybrid linebacker role that he plays so well. And there was all this movement happening and it it messed Dak Prescott up. And this was a better passing unit. I mean, a way better team, like maybe the same record, but way, way better team with better weapons. And they were able, sure, CD got his looks. He beat Ja on a big play. Fine, he's going to do that. He's a true number one receiver. Tony Pollard got his, but they were able to stop this team because they were disguising coverages and being creative and bringing Savage on blitzes and bringing Quay Walker on blitzes. And then you go into a game where theoretically this defense should be playing harder and better against a worse unit. And it's like they play down to their competition. Yeah. Just try stuff, Joe Barry. Like, why not? Why not try Jair Alexander in this spot doing the, these things today? Like, th- there should be a game where it's like, you know what, Quay Walker should like rush off the edge a bunch. Like, why not? Because as a defensive coordinator, you have to view it this way: we're going to give up points either way. Like, NFL offenses are too good. This is the way the game is designed. We're going to give up a baseline number of points. We're not going to shut anybody out. Nobody's shutting anybody out anymore. But running the football is basically free yards. Every team is doing it. I thought NFL Live did a long piece on it. And like, it's very clear, like power running game is just working right now. So you're going to give up a baseline number of yards and a baseline number of points. Try stuff. And if it doesn't work, okay, you were probably going to give up that touchdown anyways. If it happens all in one play, whatever, you went for it. And it's just, they're playing not to lose constantly instead of saying, hey, we have all this talent. We've invested in this unit. We have a margin for error because we have a great quarterback. Let's try some stuff and maybe be inventive and try different things with all these great players and they just don't. And it's a boring like 
team to watch because of yeah. that. They're not flying around. They're not excited to play defense. So we'll see who gets brought in because there's no way they don't make a change this offseason. If nothing other than like someone's got to get scapegoated. And I think he's an easy one. I feel like we're at that point this week. Like You think so? Well, they lost five in a row. Like you don't lose five in. I don't know. It's like in baseball, like the Phillies. They fired their manager just because it gets to the point where it's like, I don't even know that we want to fire Joe Girardi. We just kind of have to. Like if, yeah. if things are going so south, and I don't know. Lose five in a row. I'm surprised that nobody got cut. I think maybe Joe Barry could have been on the block. The problem was in the Detroit game, like the offense was worse. Right. So, so Matt LaFleur couldn't come out on Monday and be like, hey, I'm going to fire my defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. My unit scored nine points on a historically bad defense, but I'm going to fire. No. Yeah. So the, he has. And they really couldn't do it after the Cowboys game because they won. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 